This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Padman, from the Bay to LA and beyond. Going into the uh, second podcast of the day. I got a lot of things done today, so I figured, ah, I'm going to do another podcast on what's uh, what's going on in the world and some more views. And I said I want to talk about uh, young, the young generation, young men uh, growing up uh, in the world today. In particular, I'm, I'm in the Bay, of course. Um, so I'm going to give perspective on the Bay Area. Uh, before I go into this, I'm going to lower the music. Actually, I'm going to take it down for a minute. Down, bring it back. How about that? I'll take it down, down, bring it back later at the end. All right. So, um, wow, this is a little heavy. So I was going to go into a podcast, and I, I'm still going to go into a podcast about uh, health. And how I've come about in my life um, living with ailments, uh, defects, defaults, you know, all the stuff that comes with being born into the human body on planet Earth. I don't know anyone that doesn't suffer from some kind of ailment or uh, if they're younger, uh, if they're under 50, um, they are, they probably haven't been diagnosed or been informed or haven't had a checkup, a physical. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm big on that. Was I always, have I always been big on health? Uh, health and wellness? The answer to that is yes and no. It's been a evolving thing for me. Uh, Just to give you some insight, and before I go off into that, I want to, before I go off into this health-driven podcast of season six, The New Human, that's what I'm calling this new season, and I'm actually going to go into 20 Episodes. I call it episodes. E I, I'm sorry, E P I S H O. Episodes. That is copy marked, copywritten, copy marked. I did it seven years ago. Try to take it. I will come after you. I will send my attorneys after you. Just kidding. Whatever. Um, not into legal stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. If you can talk it out, people. If you can have a mediation about something that doesn't go right in your life with business, people, places, and things. I don't recommend suing anybody over nothing. Uh, Humans should be able to talk about things and talk things out without involving court systems and, and all the stuff that goes with it. And and I see the billboards, you know, Uh, did you get hit? Uh, We'll call, call the lawyer at, Blah, blah, blah. We'll get you the money you deserve. Trust me. Not even worth it. Not worth your time. Not worth your life. Uh, legal procedures will zap you of your life. And, and sometimes you're going to have to fight. Sorry, that's just how it goes. 
but read the fine print, read the contracts and run it by your attorneys, run it by your account management company, whoever you're with, whoever you're with, don't be out there or whoever you don't have. I wouldn't be out there lone wolfing it. And uh, when it comes to signing contracts, because that's where they can get you. That's where they can get you. But uh, as I'm, as I was posting um, the last podcast, uh, there's a feature in the Anchor FM platform that now pops up. Uh, once you publish it, um, you have an opportunity to share immediately on Facebook, uh, Apple, Twitter, whatever you have connected within your settings. And so I've been doing the whole, you know, Facebook and then Twitter and then LinkedIn. They don't have one for LinkedIn yet. So I, I end up having to copy and paste that into my LinkedIn profile. However, so when I, I clicked on um, my Twitter account and I looked to the right and I'm having like, you know, deja vu because I remember being in this really great energy and just having a thought about what podcast I was going to do. I mean, what the subject of the podcast I was going to do. And, and I look over to the right of my Twitter account and there's like what the, what's happening. So on, when you go to your Twitter, if you're on Twitter, there's a section to the right. I don't know if I can manage that. So I don't see it, but what it does, it just throws out whatever's going on in the world. It's like a news thing. Um, all the platforms are doing it now. Uh, LinkedIn does it. I like LinkedIn stuff though, but what it does, it just distracts you from whatever. Cause it's like, it's like getting the news. And, and I, for, as far as I'm concerned, I like, I like to search for what I want to know about. Like with the COVID, there's certain sites that I go to that I can get valid information from, um, and anything. But Twitter and all these other social media sites, you know, they have it where it's just in your face. You can't get, can't get around it. There's a way to get around it. I'm going to figure it out. But uh, as I was posting for the last podcast, uh, Friends and Friendships, um, I look over to the right and there's the in, um, memoram, memoriam, sorry, memoriam. That's one of those words too. Uh, for uh, DMX, who I I assumed we were about the same age, but didn't really didn't sink in. But he has died, uh, according to his family. Rest in paradise, rejoice in paradise, is what I want to say to um, to the good brother DMX. Uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, look him up. Look up his history as a rapper, as an actor, as a producer. Um, he was really, really struggling on some things, and then he found, you know, a way, a way to channel his energy and and reverse, you know, everything. But you know, who knows? You know, fighting demons on a daily basis and and making that tra change and transition, you know. A lot of folks aren't receptive to that and they act certain ways and whatever. I've been through it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. But you have to know, by the sound of my voice, the intelligent 
human voice that is tied to all things existing in the universe that is positive, negative, whatever, but I focus more on the positive than I do anything else uh, to regards to this podcast. Um, yeah, rest in power, uh, brother. So that was one of the first things I saw to the right. My eyes immediately went over there. They know what they're doing with the uh, psychology of social media. So, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, he was 50, died at the age of 50. But he, he's like like Tupac, like like DMX, Tupac, uh, Chadwick Bowman. These guys, Prince, Michael Jackson, these guys, you know, they started off fearless, young, doing what they do, unapologetic for whatever they do, and they just did it. And they did it until I say they were done doing it. And to us, we may see it as, oh, it's death, oh, death, they died, oh, we want to hear more. It's like, how much more? I mean, when you look at Michael Jackson's, uh, Michael Jackson Prince, like the amount of music they've made. I mean, Prince has music that's still in the vaults that they've never released. It's like my music. I got tons of music. People only know like two or three songs. I got tons of music that I haven't released. And who knows in this lifetime, you know, I've done a lot on this planet. Universe might be like, look, you know, it's done. That's like, it's done. It's done. You're done here. You did what you're supposed to do. Get out of here. Time for the next adventure. Let's rock and roll. Whatever that is. No one knows. No one's walking around this planet right now and tell you what that next adventure is. As far as they know, it's uh, you're buried, you're dead, you're done. But I say otherwise, you're not done. You're not even, you can't, energy doesn't die. I'm just going to leave it with that. Energy does not die. It just keeps going. The planet is a billion years old and we're modern man. Come on, what does that say to you? Think about it. Give it some thought. Rest and rest and rejoice in paradise, DMX. Um, as I said, you know, when I, I, I brought that up, uh, when I learned that he had overdosed, I brought it up in the podcast and I said, and people were like, oh, pray for DMX, pray, pray. I'm like, you know, DMX is, he's done what he's, what he's needed to do on this planet. And hey, you know, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. He's like, I'm done. So there's that. Uh, another, I, I don't, I don't know who this is, but Bucking, Buckingham Palace confirms the Duke of Edinburgh has died. Yeah, 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 so there's that. So uh, today I, I wanted to talk a little bit on this podcast, and if you know of any young men uh, under the age of 50, um, in particular that 18 to 24 uh, age gap, you know, Send them over to my podcast. Let them listen to some of the things I've been talking about because, you know, um, I was there. I was I was there less twenty five years ago. I was I was the I was those guys, but I was I've always been kind of this person. This you know, in the sense of health and wellness, and 
That's what I was beginning to talk about. I first got wind of, of taking care of myself healthy in a, in a healthful, healthful way uh, came from um, just a knowing, an inner knowing that something, I mean, one, I was always sick as a kid. I was always sick. And it was dismissed as I don't eat my vegetables. And my my comeback for that is, well, if you boil the hell out of the vegetables, how am I even supposed to get the nutrients out of it anyway? That's the smart kid in me. <laughs> don't get smart with me. Don't get smart with me, boy. You're going to eat them greens. When I discovered that there was more, there was more to a salad than just iceberg lettuce, blew my mind. And I was very, I was, no, I was, I think I was like 16, 17. So by the time I turned 16, okay, let me, I'm jumping around. Um, so grew up in a household of older black folks and surrounded by, by older African-Americans from the South. Soul food eating, heavy, heavy food. Uh, a lot of processed food, a lot of frying, a lot of deep frying. At one point in my life, you know, after being so sick, so sick, so sick, you know, I, I, something in me said, you know, nobody says you have to eat like that. You can eat like you want to eat. They want to eat that heavy food, let them. But you don't have to. You can. There's other options. There's so many options. The universe said, I'm going to show you the way of these options. And then once my, uh, you know, this happened um, like 13 and 14, my grandparents died. And it was like sudden, you know, they went to the hospital and they checked in. They didn't check out. I'm like, what is going on here? So that made a huge impact on me as well. And by the time I turned 16, do you know, and I probably would have never gone there, but I've never been to red meat. Um, uh, I, I remember my auntie, you know, I spent the night over my cousin's house and they were uh, cooking dinner and they were eating uh, uh, liver. And I was watching her like dip it in the flour and then dip it in the grease and watching the blood. I was like, I was like, oh, auntie, uh, I'll eat whatever else you have, but. I don't eat liver. She's like, what? Oh, baby, you're going to eat some liver today. You ain't never eat. I was like, no, sorry. I'm not, not eating that. <laughs> I was, this is me as a kid, you know, when it came to food like that, I was like, whatever, I'm not eating it. <laughs> you can take me home. I can go home now. I can go eat whatever my mother's cooking. If it's, if it's going to be like this. So she ended up calling my, um, calling my mom's like, yeah, um, Georgia, you know, he, he, kids don't eat meat. She's like, my mother's like, I don't make my kids eat meat. They got to eat their vegetables, but they don't want to eat meat. Great. He's the only one, though. You trust me. He's the only one. He's a different kid. This guy doesn't eat meat. And, uh, you know, but I would eat things like, you know, buying the sausages and, and, and uh, you know, potted meat. But once I became conscious about what I was eating, I stopped eating that. I went cold turkey. I was like, I'm not eating that. Look at the ingredients. Turn around. It's like, 
you know, chicken hearts and beef butts and all kind of stuff just grinded up. And that was only because someone brought that to my attention. They're like, do you know what that is? Leave it to somebody that loves food, period. But they see you eating something and they got to say something about it. It's like, yo, man, how are you going to talk about what to eat healthy and you smoke cigarettes religiously? Like somebody that's somebody that's 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 a vegan or a vegetarian or whatever it is, whatever kind of food body ecology diet that you have going on, you can't talk to me about nothing if 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 in one minute you you're shoving something in your face and you're puffing on a cigarette because cigarettes just don't get me started on cigarette smoke ruined my life and I didn't even smoke that's something anyway by the time I got uh turned 16 um you know loved hot dogs and the more I learned about you know the the culture culture hot dogs and preferred beef hot dogs I just switched over what kind of hot dogs I was eating and then after a while just stopped eating those but by the time I turned 16, I hadn't had a burger. I didn't like pizza and like any of that stuff. And I started eating it by because it was just easier to eat, you know, on the on the run. You know, I was working when I was 16, you know, going to school and working, um, you know, six, six, seven hours a day. Um, so eating on the fly just made sense to me we we growing up though we always sat at the ta- dinner table and we ate our food and ate it and watched tv after the fact but once i start working it was an eating as i go thing so pizza was i was like okay i get it and it took me a while to really even get into pizza too because i still wasn't sold on the stringy stringy cheese eat pizza and he's just pulling this cheese and cheese Somebody's listening to his podcast, they're like, Great, that's talking about food again. Great, I love this. I love this. There's a food series podcast I am working on, uh, but it, it'll be more fun if I'm in the ultimate kitchen doing the podcast like that as well, uh, audio and video. But, um, so being my first job was, you know, working in a fast food restaurant where, you know, I'm surrounded by fast food. Uh, that was my first time eating a burger. And that was only because I cooked it. I saw it for myself. I made my own. I didn't let anybody else cook my food while I was there. Um, and that's how I started eating burgers. But I still wasn't like a burger all the time. It was more like I was geared up towards the filet of fish. Filet of fish, done. No tartar sauce, though. No tartar sauce. Keep the tartar sauce. Keep the cheese. Cheese and fish just does not... My brain just doesn't register the two. So a little ketchup, soft bun, some crunchy fish. Done. Easy. Piece of cake or piece of fish. Um, but to see, and I was just having this thought about, you know, 25 years ago, 35 years ago, 45 years ago, let's say 50. I don't know how old Trader Joe's is, but Trader Joe's did not exist like that. <laughs> I passed at least uh, 
three, no, two, one, two, I think three. I'm in the proximity of three Trader Joe's and a Trader Vic's if Trader Vic is still over there in Emeryville. But even, you know, Trader Joe's didn't exist. And it's, it's almost as if it was on purpose. And I know it was, if I look back at the history, I remember being a kid. Remember, I grew up in Oakland, the Bay Area, and this was a time where, you know, fruits and vegetables was just growing wild everywhere in our backyard. I grew up in the apartment. So we had wild berries growing all in the backyard. There's fruit everywhere, plum trees, lemons, figs, all kind of stuff. And you you were hungry. You just picked from one of the trees and you ate. You ate, you ate these fruits and vegetables or whatever. Uh, was accessible until dinner time, and then you ate your regular food, and that's how we maintain our good health. At some point, some jackass came along and ah, you know what? We're having rodent problems. Let's let's cut those berries away. Let's cut that tree down, and you know, it's too much maintenance and all this stuff. So they start cutting out berries and stuff all over the place. And then you saw that, you know, places like Trader Joe's, nothing against Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's, but, you know, the stores would then have, you know, I remember, I remember going into a store and seeing a lemon for a dollar. I'm like, lemon for a dollar? I used to just go ahead and jump over the fence and pull a lemon down for free. No, you want to charge me a dollar for one lemon? Insane. Insane. Best thing you can do to save and preserve your own life is to grow your own food. I've been advocating for that for the longest time. And if you're into cannabis, grow your own cannabis. You can grow six plants per person. Each person can grow their six plants. And that's just all I have to say about that. Uh, I don't trust a lot of things. Um, but when you're in a position where you can't, you, you can still eat healthy. You can still eat healthy. Um, fruits and vegetables are available even more so at these farmer markets throughout, uh, the counties and cities everywhere. Uh, so, uh, food is accessible in California. I can't speak for other parts of the country. I can only speak on California. Uh, Northern California, definitely here in Northern California. And there's trees, people's backyards, front yards on the side, you know, different parks. You'll see it. Berries growing wild. Everything's there. But I remember, you know, growing up, they were like, oh, don't eat those berries. Don't eat those berries. They, they spraying them. They spraying poison on them. Like, well, just wash it off. Oh, no, you're going to kill yourself. Don't be nothing like whatever, man. Whatever. Because that, that was that was the scare they were saying. Oh, all this fruit, it's causing fruit flies, and, and we got to spray the crops. Look what happened with Mon, Monsanto or whatever, that, that company that was killing all these people. And, and now we have issues with autism and, and PTSD and, and health issues, environmental cancers and all this. Folks think this just came out of nowhere. Hell no, it didn't come out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere with, with the spraying of crops and, and thinking that people uh, couldn't take care of themselves by eating off the fruit, you know, the fruit off the trees. 
and to poison it. No, you don't need to eat that. You need to buy it. You need to buy it. What sense does that make? Makes no sense to nobody. Makes sense to somebody who wants to capitalize off of, you know, poor humans that just want to take care of themselves and live a little longer, a healthier life. And that's what that's all about. I want to read something that I discovered. I love Berkeley, what Berkeley has done. And I think it's all throughout the East Bay. Um, they have these little, little different neighborhoods. They have it where you can borrow books and return them or share them and bring them out, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're there. I love reading. So um, I don't love reading Mark Twain's Huckleberry Finn, though. Most racist book I've ever read in my life. Oh, that's not true. I've read a lot of, but I, I didn't know that book was what it was. I want to read this about the FDA. The food, the food and Drug Administration requires extensive documentation of the safety of any substance approved for sale as a food or drug. Typically, this involves years of testing and millions of dollars. However, there's a category of substances called generally regarded as safe grass that can be approved without going through the full extent of this process. The FDA has approved use of stevia as a dietary supplement, but not as a food additive. The FDA says it needs more scientific testing and proof that stevia has not harmed anyone. Yet the FDA could approve stevia in the uh, generally regarded as safe grass category if it wanted to. Currently, at least two petitions are pending to have FDA approve stevia as grass. Um, they also have an indication on what you can do. And then there's a letter going to the commissioner. And this is how I totally believe in writing letters. I, I wrote letters. I've always written letters. And, and I'd send them, send them to senators, congressmen, uh, whoever I, I feel that needs to hear uh, from a concerned citizen about, you know, my, my, my life. I wanted to read that because just to give you some insight. Now this book, I, someone tore out the, the page that has all the copyright stuff on. I'm like, what, how am I supposed to know who, what, when, and where? So of course you go to the back and there's the bibliography that's sharing uh, all the content that they've, where they've gotten a lot of this information from. And it goes back, this is a sixth edition, but looks like we're in 1986, 1987. Now this would would make sense about why you're seeing stevia now readily made available. There's even stevia that can be mixed with sugar. Uh, It's actually not a bad product uh, because stevia has its aftertaste, but they've had enough time to research this stuff to get it right. Um, and look, look where it's gone. I mean, Steve, you can get everything Stevia now. And this is how it happens. Processes happen, but they happen really slow because they have to look at all the evidence where they say, this is good for your health. That's not good for your health. They're doing their part. What, what can you say about that? Uh, on, on that note, um, you know, it makes sense about why coconut palm sugar is now on the market. All these different additives and sweeteners were not there. People, they were not there. I've been baking and cooking since I was a kid. 
you go and get your ingredients for baking at a regular store. Uh, maybe they had them at Trader Joe's. I, I don't know. Trader Joe's didn't have them either because I remember starting to buy my products from Trader Joe's. But they would not. Your 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 only option to sweeten whatever you were baking with was sugar. That's it. Sugar, brown sugar, light sugar, light brown sugar. That's it. Now there's coconut palm sugar. There's another sugar made with made from yams or made from uh, another uh, uh, vegetable or something. But there's so many options. So you don't have to use sugar in your cornbread or anything else you want because there's 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 options. It's changed. It's it took 50 years. It took, you know, took forever. A lot of people have died, you know, since then. They could have introduced and and sped up the process, but in due process, everything's in due process, right? On that note, I'm about to destroy my ginger cookie from Semi Freddy's. Hope I'm saying it right. Semi Freddy's, Semi Freddy's, whatever. It's not just the saying or the name, it's the product in the game. Hey, for the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, go listen to some of DMX's music. Uh, pretty, pretty awesome. Rest in paradise to this brother. And uh, keep healthy, stay healthy, change up your diet every now and then, do a little detox on the weekends, and uh, give your give your body a break on all the processed food. And you'll you'll see, you'll start to feel better, you'll you'll look leaner, your belly won't stick out. I saw the security guard the other day, you know, all you saw was belly, that belly is just sitting out there, just sitting out there, and he's comfortable with that. Not good, not a good look. Hey. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, I'm your host, The Pat Man. Listen to you later.